We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey folks, it's John Halpin. Welcome to the Monday, November 26th episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. Hope you had an enjoyable Thanksgiving weekend. Tim Heaney and I are here and we're going to review the Sunday games from week 12. Tim, did you catch the uh, Hugh Jackson, Baker Mayfield, handshake, non-handshake? It was like, uh, oh, you're here. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> Hugh was moving for the hug, it looked like. Yeah. And Baker went, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> not having much of it. And then, and then you had Demarius Randall handing him the interception. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not happy with that guy. Well, Baker supposedly hit seven of the games that supposedly is because he went to a rival. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> just, just, just a hunch. Yeah. I, I don't think that's it. Baker didn't have anything nice to say. It's, it's, that's, I heard that one. Um. Mm. So another one, Baker made me think of something. The, um, the guy who owns Fanatics, uh, we're not trying to get a plug here to get free stuff. The guy who owns Fanatics, who also owns 76ers, right, is, right. Uh, put out a tweet this morning saying, if you guess what our top selling item will be on Cyber Monday, you will get a $2,000 gift card. And a lot of people are saying a brown Baker Mayfield jersey. <sighs> yeah. That's, I think that would be one of my top five guesses. I was going to go Saquon, blue Saquon. Just NFL or, or, or site-wide? Anything site-wide. Because the thing is, I, think, I was thinking about uh, basketball jerseys, but yeah. do, you, do people buy as many basketball jerseys because you can't really wear them like a shirt? It's true. You wear, you wear more for a t-shirt. Right. That's really I mean, it. Kids can, but a grown-up could, well, like you can't, not that we can get into the whole idea of whether you should walk out of the house in a football jersey. That's another conversation. But it's really yeah. hard to walk out of the house unless you're a kid in a basketball jersey. Yeah, 
that's I mean like a, a LeBron jersey maybe like a shirt jersey I don't know that would be maybe that might be one of my guesses alright yeah I don't know I was going to guess Blue Saquon but maybe tomorrow I will see I will check in with the results of that alright let's yeah. get on to uh, let's get on to what happened in week 11 um, but first if you're on Twitter Tim is at Tim underscore Heaney I'm at Jay Hoppin 37 you can also tweet us at Rotowire or get the player updates at Rotowire NFL and you follow stuff on Facebook where Tim does uh, some Q&A's during the week you can check those out what's that Wednesday right Wednesday wire and then a couple of threads Thursday and Sunday. So yeah. All right. Um, let's go. Let's go. Bucks and mm-hmm. Niners. Uh, my suggestion of a Nick Mullins stream as a last resort. I hope you didn't have to resort to that last resort because it didn't really work out. Thankfully not. Thankfully it was only the two team buy, so probably not. <laughs> Most people. Yeah. Probably had other options. Um, Cameron Bray again. Okay. A lot of people were all over Cameron Brait when O.J. Howard went on injury reserve. Right. And it makes sense, but earlier this season when O.J. was hurt, Brait, he caught a touchdown, but he didn't do anything else. Right. And I think it was against the Panthers, if I remember right. And again, yesterday, he caught a touchdown, but he's three for 26 on four targets. Like, don't... At tight end, <laughs> you, can res- you, might have, you might resort to desperate measures at tight end, and, you know, I'm not saying Cameron Bray would be terrible when you're choosing between him and, you know, Chris Herndon and whoever the heck else is, you know, your 13, 14, 15 tight end. But Cameron Bray is not some focal point of the Bucks offense. No, no I agree. I mean, it, it, it increases his standing among a weak tight end pool, this whole uh, new setup. But I agree with you. I think that it was – I think people might have been too quick to jump at that because he didn't do anything else after the touchdown. It might have been, you know, one of those things like, oh, I told you so. It was going to be great. And then – kind of petered out after that so it, it, it matters when you when you tweet during a sunday stream of games too right tweet, tweet, tweet late so you know everything right <laughs> all right so um adam humphreys is st- he's bringing it yeah he's that, that, that's one reason to be you know not too great about brave right i mean six for 54 last so the last four weeks fantasy points standard 20.9 5.3 12.0 and that goes up in ppr it's even better so um, he's he's the it, it, after Mike Evans is he the best receiving option in the Jags offense? You have to say that now. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe we might even be too late saying that. Uh, you know, because we right. we're kind of clinging to Chris Godwin a little bit, thinking there's something there. And you know, Deshaun Jackson's been on the on the dip for at least half the season. So all right, yeah. Um, Humphreys, I want to see Humphreys' ownership, Yahoo ownership. Just to probably not very high. I'll, 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 yeah, go ahead. Yeah, satisfy my curiosity here. I'm gonna guess twenty three percent. Twenty three. I was gonna guess. You know, and I'm not gonna thirty. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, not bad. Uh, you, mm-hmm. like you, 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 you could, and you could do a lot worse for your right. third receiver. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and speaking of receivers, you know, Mike Evans. Did did it feel like he had a thousand yard season? Mm-mm. No. Quiet. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And yesterday again, I mean, you know, no touchdowns and he gets to six and one for one sixteen. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so what, what is this you wrote in the notes? Why, why are you, yeah. why do I hate Matt? Breda? <laughs> you talked about him last week saying, Hey, I didn't like him here. I, I didn't like him there. I didn't like him yeah. as much as everybody else. And, and I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, no touchdowns, but it was a, t- it was a tongue in cheek comment, but yeah. yeah, I know <laughs> there's no emoji for that. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> it looks, he, it lo- I think it looks too dirty, but yeah, he, uh, <laughs> And he's good. I don't know. I think I don't. I, I think I don't like him because I know he's small, and they're they're never going to commit to giving him the whole thing. Right. 
But, I mean, 17, 17 touches, that's plenty. And whatever he was last week, which was even more than that, wasn't it? Yeah, I agree. Uh, against the Giants, I mean, that's a great matchup for one. The Giants, you know, being one of the worst run defenses uh, since they traded Damon Harrison. But look at, look at the way Breida runs inside. Jerick McKinnon's not going to be able to do that next year, I don't think. Right. I, th- I think Breida's still going to have somewhat of a role next year if he kind of if he hangs on board. I'm not sure what his contract situation is offhand, but that's a good duo of players that I think Jerick McKinnon excitement next year should you know there's no, no excitement to begin with, but I think it's going to be a split between those guys if nothing else. I think Breida does know how to run between the tackles pretty effectively and is underrated at that. Um, last four weeks, Breida touches 17, 20, 13, 16. Yep. So I'll shut up now about Brita. Um, <laughs> so yesterday the Niners were without Garcon and Marquise Goodwin. So right away you kind of thought, you know, all the targets to George Kittle, which he got a lot, 12 targets, 6 for 48. But um, I, didn't wa- I did not see this game. By the way, we're talking a little after 9.30 Eastern on Monday morning. I did not see this game, so I could not say if they were all over George Kittle. I would have assumed so, but I don't know. Um, but Pettis, Pettis was the guy. I, I thought it was going to be – I would have gone born over Pettis. But. Yeah, Bourne kind of had the you know the, the downfield role that Goodwin could have filled, but you know Pettis is, is solid. I think he scored a touchdown while out of the slot, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, yeah, four for seventy-seven and yeah. one on seven targets. Bourne yeah. three targets only, um, but this is just uh, yeah. Jameis was solid. Jameis was on ESPN scoring. Jameis is so far for the week QB six. Mm-hmm. So you'll take that. Mm-hmm. If you own Jameis, okay. Um, I think that's it for that game. Eagles Giants. What? What on earth? All right. So Evan Ingram <laughs> gets injured in the pregame. So the Eagles basically are playing the equivalent of three rotowire beat riders at cornerback. <laughs> and so the first half, they just they, the Giants just stomp all over them and they move the ball up and down the field and it's just like, hey, this is what should happen. Mm-hmm. against this team. And then second half, I think Barkley got four touches and OBJ got two targets. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if that was pressure based or if it was just Pat Shermer being cute. I mean, some of it was, some of yeah. it seemed pressure based because they, they made some changes in the, and they got more pressure on Eli for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I like, I don't want to beat up. I haven't wanted to beat up on Shermer this year, but this seems suspect. Well, I mean, you, you know, even OBJ called him out about it through the press. You know, not, not always the best way to go about things with with, with OBJ. But get a point, knowing they were struggling with issues in secondary, person would have loved to attack them, but that wasn't in our game plan. You so. know, it's, isn't that hard? I, I understand that there are ways to talk around that, but you're obviously full of it when you talk around that. If you're mm-hmm. him, right? Like, I, I, I know he doesn't. He's not the best at not stirring the pot. There, like right. he just, you know, he, he's a magnet for for stuff like that. But someone says, you know, well, what happened in the second half? Why did you get away from the game plan of attacking them? What's he supposed to say? I mean, Saquon tried to say it. He said, well, you know, everybody thinks they're a coach and coach calls the plays and, you know, and, and I know he puts us in good position to win. All right. That's the rookie move. Yeah. Right. But it was good. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, yeah. it was good, but, 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 he, but OEJ basically was like, I mean, I don't know. You got to ask coach. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, did you want to attack him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think he totally threw the guy under the bus. No, I don't think so, but, I don't know. So that's that's frustrating. I, just, mm-hmm. I don't want to whine about the Giants anymore. <laughs> well, we got, we got the we got the Packers from the Royal Wire staff, and then the Giants with you. So, yeah, but I mean, in that game, yeah. you know, a, so you look at Eli's stats, and they're not bad. Yeah. And no. in the first half, he was pretty good. But you know, a good quarterback would have torn that team apart. Mm-hmm. And he sort of did it for a half. 
and then got pressure. I mean, there's one play under pressure. I mean, he just fl- he just flings the ball sometimes. And he always it's funny. I talked. I always say I talked to my dad about that and about the interception he threw at the end of the first half. Like, oh my god, can you believe he did that? I'm like, he's been doing that for 15 years. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> Nothing new. I mean, I like the guy. But so, oh, Eli made a dumb play. Hell yeah, he might have made a dumb play. He makes a lot of dumb plays. So, so it must be Sunday then. Right. Yeah. All right. So, other side of this one, Josh Adams. That paid. I was, I was mm-hmm. excited about Josh Adams. And that paid off. Peterson said a couple of weeks ago that Josh Adams is going to get the ball more. The, the game flow didn't work out against the Saints. It worked out in this one. Yep. Next week they have. Let's see here. They're home for the Redskins. So that's, that's a tough run defense, but it still could be a game flow situation too, depending on how that Redskins offense actually can move it. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah I'm on the Josh Adams train. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure. I, 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 you know, he's not the most exciting guy, but he does do North South pretty well, has the size to, to, you know, get that, um, the clock killing momentum there. And yeah, absolutely. No, no other Eagles running back did anything close to what he's been doing the last few weeks. So, okay. Um, would you cut golden Tate if you had him, do you think? If you could find a reasonable replacement. Yeah, you, you would think it would have come around by now, but um, I, I, I'd be more inclined to hold him in PPR, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he's like your fourth or fifth receiver and he's not doing anything, I could see it. It's, it's tough because you, you want to give him a couple more weeks, but they don't really care about focusing on one target anyway most of the time. Right. Maybe except for Jeffrey Hurts. So Tate being there is almost like a luxury. Right. He did have eight targets each of the last two weeks. So you got to give him that. Okay. But what's that? What's that going to produce in this offense, though? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right, Pat's Jets, unexciting. I, I, mm-hmm. you know what? I thought the Jets would make this a game, but they still didn't cover. Even after the spread went up to twelve and a half, it went from nine and a half to twelve and a half. And uh, all right, so the Jets. I mean, there's just nothing to talk about with Jets other than Chris Herndon. I mm-hmm. look. The stats aren't spectacular, but this is one. I mean. Again, if you want to find me 12 better tight ends, have at it. <laughs> it's close. It's uh, definitely to come down to the wire with that one. He, he, is, he has become a guy who you can count on for, I think, at least three to four catches a week, which, for I mean, is not too shabby at that position. Two tough defenses against tight ends. Although, I don't know if that's – I haven't dug to see if that's actually tough against tight ends or have faced teams that don't use the tight end. Titans and the Bills, yep. and then the Texans in Week 15, which is a good statistical one. So, but there, right. there's a, there, there's a brighter look ahead too. So, um, so the Pats, everybody got theirs, right? Yeah, Michelle mm-hmm. did, Edelman did, Gronk. I mean, the touchdowns, the th- the, the three touchdowns, Michelle, Edelman, and Gronk. That's pretty strong. And Josh Gordon, you know, not as much, but right. And the targets weren't there for Josh Gordon either. Now that I mean, now th- this is. They've had trouble keeping everybody healthy here, right? They've only had, what, three games with them altogether? With Edelman, um, Gronk, and Michelle. Yeah, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. So and, 3-0 and in those games. So. Right. But then they're all back, and Gordon only gets five targets. I mean, it's not like the Pats threw a ton. No. But um, but I don't think their optimal game plan is to throw to Gordon. I think Gordon's going to stretch the field most of the time and work underneath now to all that. That's what they want to do. Right. That's the time. Um, so the Pats this week have... Vikings at home. Oof. That's interesting. Oh. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, what do you do there? It, well, especially with what we got to look to see if there's anything with that Xavier Rhodes injury. Right. Also, that was, you know, we'll get to that later. Which looks like, yeah, that looks like it could be a little, a little scary. Um, yeah. All right. So, Jed, yeah, we talked about Herndon. He had Jermaine Curse with a touchdown. Whatever. 
We're not picking. No one. No <laughs> one should. No one should consider a Jets receiver. You need a six PPR wide receiver. Come on. Right. <laughs> exactly. He might catch four for for thirty seven next week. That's your guy. Um, the Baker Mayfield show. How about that? Ooh. Yeah. So well, last three, two weeks, was he seven yeah. touchdowns? He's got a passer rating of one hundred and forty or something. <laughs> it's like a seventy percent completion rate since since Jackson left. It's crazy. How bad was he? Like how bad was he? Well, he's so bad that he's now a defensive coach. Right. So. And he's not a good one. <laughs> no, not at all, as we saw in this game. God. So, yeah. I mean, Baker, he was – I know it was the Bengals, but Baker was really – and he's, he's – that's that's like a real every, – everything we hoped for the Browns before the season is starting to happen. A little late. I could have taken that uh, f- over five wins bet, but, you know. <laughs> gonna get, what's yeah. the rest of their uh, – hold on. Let me see what the rest of their schedule is. I know they got the Panthers in two weeks. Yeah. I would love a Bruce Arians, Freddie Kitchens pairing for that offense in the future, though. So – Presumably, this is really campaigning for that job, isn't he? He he wants it. He really <laughs> he's, uh, does. he's getting bored. <laughs> like I don't care. He he must not know or like Greg Williams yeah. <laughs> to be saying all that. So next few weeks, so the next five weeks, Browns are at Houston, home for Carolina, at Denver, home for Cincinnati, at Baltimore. This is not easy. But but the good matchups in there are nice. Yeah, kind of like that up. It's a roller coaster they, of matchups. They're good. They're good for Baker. They're not great if for the Browns. You know, hey, Browns make a playoff push narrative. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, at Denver I, is a hard one. Yeah, as as many solid teams have proven recently. Right. So. Yeah, but Freddie um, Kitchens is killing it though. So Freddie Kitchens see, is absolutely killing it. Pretty happy. Good, happy to see what's going on there. So, um, Nick Chubb, thirty-one touches. That catch was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and I love the scouts that said he can't catch, you know, or the analysts who say he, he, he can't catch a football. Yeah, so much, for the, a, so much for the Duke Johnson emergence yeah. after you left. <laughs> Nick Chubb, like, everybody get out of Nick Chubb's way. <laughs> Seriously, just it's his show now. Yep. It, him and Mayfield, it's, it's done. Um, well, you know, he didn't have to show any of that in college because they had, you know, Gurley and Michelle at the same time. Well, right. What would he have to do? Right. <laughs> he's, the, he's, the, he's the bulldozer in that setup. So um, Joku's touchdown was pretty awesome too. That that that's a that's a top eight tight end talent. Yeah, you know we talk about that all the time. That he doesn't match the opportunity all the time. Sadly, I mean he showed the athleticism when he tried to jump over everybody before he landed <laughs> on his feet and then got pushed through them. But uh, it was fun. Um, yeah. Other side of this one, I hope for the Bengals' sake that AJ Green comes back next week. Oh, well, hey. if, if Dalton can, is it going to matter much? <laughs> You're look, yeah. Dalton's. Uh, we don't know what Dalton's status is. It sounds like tests were negative on his thumb, but they're. Gonna, oh, okay. We're going to keep. Done. I think that's what I read this morning, but uh, we're, we're still not sure what his status is for week thirteen. And in week thirteen, the Bengals are home for the Broncos. Um, mm. Bron- Broncos are going to bob and weave their way to seven wins or something or eight. They're they're going to they're going to creep into the yes in the picture right now. Mm-hmm. Vance uh, Joseph. They're going to keep Vance Joseph's job. Much to the chagrin of everybody who follows the Broncos, who hates him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. You almost started Callaway in the fishbowl. You had to dig that deep, really? I had to dig that deep, yeah. All right. Well, well, Gurley's on a bye, so my flex came, became wide open, I guess. So. so do you Do you ever look, back to the Bengals, I mean, some teams, you look at them and you go, how did they win five games? Like, how did that happen with them so bad? Because yesterday, I was looking at this game yesterday when I, and I, had, when I had to pick games for the week. Mm-hmm. And it was, it wound up it, it ended up at Bengals minus one, and I'm going look. Yeah. I like the Browns, but the Bengals are home. Are, are we really saying that the Browns are a better team than them at this point? Have we gone that far? And apparently the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. We have, and, and it I, is. 
I mean, five. What did they start? Three now? They started Two three and oh. Anyway. And Dalton had, you know, a bunch of great games openings up. He had, what was it, six, eight, 11 touchdowns in the first four weeks. Dalton. Yeah. So, anyway, Mixon finally kind of helped his owners out yesterday, mm-hmm. which he oh, hadn't yeah. done much lately. Tyler Boyd did the same without A.J. Green, so that's good. John Ross, no one was playing John Ross. So. Garbage time touchdown for uh, Boyd, too. So. Yeah, right. I mean, it worked, right. Yeah. Um, all right. Next game up is Seahawks Panthers. That was that was an entertaining football game right there. That that was a game. Yeah, I loved watching that. I mean, that's you know as always that's that's my focus on a Sunday if the Panthers are on here and I watched that whole thing and it was just it was great. Um, Chris McCaffrey just stopped scoring, I think, right oh, now. Yeah. Oh man, he was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they just it. It it's so having a guy like him or Saquon to just throw to out of the backfield when things aren't open downfield, it's just awesome. You know, because you got these guys who can take they just break it for you know twenty yards at a chunk. So and cam checking down, that's a good thing for everybody. I right, <laughs> keeps um, him keeps him upright. The the interception came through was that was a tough one. The defender made a really good play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So yeah, Devin Funches was out. And Curtis Samuel, think to, Curtis Samuel is still being used as a gadget guy. Yes, I mean he, it works yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he caught the touchdown, which was nice. Twenty-five yard one was nice. So. Yep. Greg Olson yeah. dropped the touchdown. By the way, he did. It was a tough play, but he dropped it. And, and he he was just about crying in the post game. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he was struggling with that. How, how yeah. bad they've become because they're they're in big trouble. Because well, they cr- yep. in the final three. Okay, so. They're going to Tampa this week. You would think that they should straighten out and win that one. Then they go to Cleveland. That ain't easy. Nope. Not anymore. Then they've got the Saints in weeks 15 and 17. There's that bunch scheduling again that's coming back to haunt some of these teams. Mm -hmm. I mean, these guys guys are in trouble. Um, What they need, I think, they need the Saints to clinch. Yeah, so they can can ease up in in 17. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so with Funches out, DJ Moore, it, DJ Moore, the emergence has it's we are it's in full swing. It has happened, and you should play him as a top twenty-five wide receiver every week. Yeah, I'll say twenty-five. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and to be determined as to how much higher than that we want to put yeah. him. I think next. Well, I think next year, I, I think he's a top. He's a top twenty receiver next year. I think so. I think, you know, we, we, we talked about kind of the, the Devin Funches rising and falling this year. Guy that really can't do much after a catch. Uh, DJ Moore is the exact opposite of that. Yes. You know, Funches, Funches, Funches being the more possession receiver. Uh, 9.6 yards after the catch. Thank you, Rotowire Wire Player Pages, uh, for the DJ Moore stats. So it's, uh, yeah, that, I would love it if, if, if he had less competition for looks and, and touches. You know, that might, might make him a little bit higher on the board, but still a really nice, uh, nice number two. Heading into next year, I think. Right. I mean, yeah. for the Panthers, he is he is going to be the no doubt number one moving forward. I would think so. Um, yeah. Other side of this one, Carson got the touchdown, so his day was okay. It's funny you came into this one and they had been you know leading the league in rushing, mm-hmm. and Panthers they stepped they they're the front four stepped up against the run anyway. Did right. you see Carson's uh, the the flip? Yes, I did. That the, was um, ooh, I. I Frightened me a little bit, but yeah. You land on your feet and keep going on that. It's like a cat. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Lockett and Moore, both over 100 for Seattle. The big reason, yep. um, the Panthers lost uh, their, their second corner on the first play. Yep. And mm-hmm. that, that hurt because they basically, 
what they had yesterday, so Bradbury and Dante Jackson are the starting corners. They only had four active corners, and the other two were slot guys. <laughs> so now yeah. Jackson gets hurt. You got to move a slot guy out, and it's just a disaster. And David, David Moore played bigger than he is because yeah. of all those matchups. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, otherwise, yeah, Russell Wilson strong. Where was he among quarterbacks? He was eighth. Cam was seventh. Wilson was eighth. Yeah. Um, yes. points for yes, fantasy points yesterday. It's pretty normal for them. Yep. Uh, did you see uh, Lockett's Allen Iverson? I did. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> hey, I don't, what's the connection? They just like that. There was no like. I didn't like, see so, what the like reason a, was for it. Just like a tribute. Yeah. All right. That was good though. Stepping over him like Lou. That was fantastic. <laughs> um, Bills Jags. So oui. <laughs> I was talking to. <laughs> I was having a chat. I was at a party over the summer. And I was talking to this, you know, a friend of mine's kid who's 16 or 17. And he kept calling Josh Allen the white Cam Newton. <laughs> and <laughs> you know what? We talked oh, about this in preseason a little bit. Mm-hmm. That when I remember the Bills played the Panthers. And the, the thing that stuck out of my head about Josh Allen was that anytime he got into any trouble, he tucked and ran. Yep. And I kept thinking that, like, you know, when this guy plays, he might be okay. Yesterday, I mean, I didn't think he was going to run for 100 yards. Ever. I mean, that was ridiculous. That guy just takes off. He's a good athlete. Great athlete. So, yeah. I mean, what, so, what are they, let me see what the schedule is this week. Bills have, the Bills are at Miami. So, if you're, in, we, we got 32, and I know it's early, it's Monday morning, we have, probably haven't done rankings yet or anything. Mm-hmm. 32 quarterbacks playing, Josh Allen's probably in your top 24, right? He teeters on it, I would think. Yeah. And he runs. And the Jaguars pass rush, not what it used to be, and he nah. easily escaped that. So What happened to them? Well, they were like second in sacks last year. Now this pace of the year, they're like six from the bottom, I think, last time I checked. Right. And that's and that's in turn making Jalen Ramsey's trash talk look stupid. So <laughs> he was still trash talking yesterday, wasn't he? He uh, during the game. Yeah, he called he called Josh Allen trash when he was on the sidelines, I think. What a yeah. what a what a dope. What a knob. Right? <laughs> Everybody loved him before the season started. I mean, well, not loved. Yeah. And after that magazine article, I know it changed somewhat. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. But now he's just, I mean, he's still, you know, after losses, he doesn't talk. And he's on the field against a team. I mean, he's losing to the Bills. And he's trash talking the Bills. <laughs> Dude. Come on, they killed you. Um, all right. So, I mean, Josh mm-hmm. Allen has played seven games. Mm-hmm. Rushing yards, 26, 32, 39, 19, 19, 20, 99. So that yesterday sticks out a lot, but I mean, he runs. He's run at least yeah. four times every game. So you can count 20 yards a game for him on the ground, yep. I would say. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it was interesting to see how he did con- – the line of scrimmage. Like, the games that control the line of scrimmage against the Vikings, who didn't have Everson Griffin, then the, the Jaguars, who have had a bad pass rush. He's just been able to run off the edges really easily. Yep. So maybe that's something to look for. Look for. Um, Fournette had a big game until he got kicked out. <laughs> Man, these, they're, they're, they're a mess, the Jaguars. They so. really are. Yeah. I, this could just be a nosedive toward the end of the season. Mm-hmm. This, these guys, everybody, everybody was so excited about them. And we could, I mean, we, we might be in... I don't know how many teams are in complete death spiral, but they're one of them, it looks like. Yeah. So. AFC Championship hangover. <laughs> <laughs> this week they've got the Colts at home. 
Yeah, it's not going to go well. I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> the, Col- the Colts are a good personnel team. The more you look at them, we'll talk yep. about. That. But anyway, um, I can't believe you put Robert <laughs> Foster in the notes. Well, we have to talk about who he is, <laughs> kind of. I don't know. We do. I don't know. Do we care? Maybe not. Not at this point in the season, perhaps. But maybe you know, dynasty picture. If there's something there, I don't know. I don't know, maybe. Zay, Zay Jones has looked like a player, though. I gotta say that a couple of nice blocks yesterday too. Yes, he did have a, um, had a great block on one on the touchdown that went to the right. That's gonna earn your keep a little bit, I think. Yep, I'm, I'm liking him more and more the, the more I watch of him. Yeah. So Foster, we do. So okay, fine. Well, he's had, he's had two 94 plus yard receiving. I know. Games. I think you have to acknowledge that. And, and it's not like there's another good player there to you know right. take work away from him. Oh, Zay Jones. So. Yeah, depth, you don't, of target, depth of target, 29.2 yards on average. Small sample size. But that's, that's a pretty high number, something, isn't it? Something to note, yeah. But <laughs> remember also that the quarterback went 8 for 19. It, I remember that, yes. Yeah, yes, so don't get too excited about Robert Foster. <laughs> I have a feeling Jake and I might talk about Robert Foster tomorrow. Good luck. So, yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, all right, so... Josh Oxen, though. <laughs> <laughs> Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card, get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Ravens Raiders. Uh, if you had the Ravens to cover, you can thank Terrell Suggs for that late fumble recovery and return for a touchdown. Yeah, he was uh, he was rumbling at some speed. I don't know what speed it is, but <laughs> so uh, so Gus is the man. Got on the Gus bus. I mean, Alex Collins was inactive. You yep. to remember that, but Gus was. I mean, he had another strong game, and he did what Harbaugh wanted him to do. And you know, I I, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I foresee Harbaugh saying, "Oh no, we need to cut back and share with other people and stuff." Yeah. Well, I believe there was that report from uh, Jason Lackenfora um, about how Harbaugh liked that he was north south, didn't dance around the line. Mm-hmm. And what did we talk about these last couple of weeks? Yep. That. So coaches love that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes coach speak matters in the right context. It certainly does. Um, Lamar was. Okay, so we t- we talked about this as his uh, – in the range of likely outcomes, it was something like – I don't know if I talked about this with you last week or with Jake, but I think I, think I, I basically – I did not say he would get this number this week. I said, look, hey, if Lamar Jackson gets 150 passing plus a touchdown and then gets 50 rushing plus a touchdown, you're happy. And it's <laughs> close to what he got. It's pretty it's pretty accurate. So now that yeah. performance got him QB thirteen yesterday, according to ESPN, and with with, with Deshaun Watson and and uh, Marcus Mariota still to come. Yep. So it's okay. So those numbers and and we have to factor in that you know that I don't think that's the floor. 
because two touchdowns might not be the floor. One, one or none. Well, that could be right. for everybody, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I get it. So, you know, that, that's, what that num- that's what that performance got us, and it's fine. You know, if you, if, you Mahomes, if you had Mahomes or Goff off and you got plugged that in, fine. And I, which I did in yeah. one week, so yeah. Um, but look, I mean, you'll you say what you want about the Bengals and the Raiders being those two opponents, but look at what's ahead. It's re- we talked about this last week. It's just so favorable right now. Yep. It is. I mean, do, do, are the Ravens going to want to keep their run-first offense because it's worked against these bad opponents? Or are they going to have to be forced to throw maybe against KC, I would imagine. Maybe that's... Maybe that's where they alternate Flacco if he's healthy a little bit more. Right. Or I mean, mix them up somehow. Yeah. See, see, that's what do you think happens this week? If Flacco's healthy this week, you know, what do you think? So just, just to clarify here, they are going to Atlanta. This at week. Atlanta and, and at KC. If Flacco's healthy, is he going to play? I think he'll be available. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Do you start the game with Jackson, and then if you get down, then you turn to Flacco, and you have to make a comeback, like have a I don't have know. a kind of game situation split there. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't feel like I. My, and he said he's not. And he said he's not going to say anything. Either. Right. So, Harbaugh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why, thank goodness, Goff's coming back for me this week. So. <laughs> so, so, so with that in mind. Yeah. If they don't say anything, you have to. I mean, you, you obviously you can, you obviously can't start a quarterback if the coach <sighs> doesn't tell you until kickoff if he's going to play. Right. And you think you would play some. You have to have the fastest fingers ever, though. Right. But even if he walks out on the opening drive, what does that mean? I don't know. Not necessarily, yeah. Damn it. All right. Uh, Lamar has killed fantasy John Brown. He's absolutely killed him. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Different type of quarterback. John Brown was so fun in the first four or five weeks of the season. When Japuncho Flacco had like a 10 YPA. Right. It was (laughs) great. Hey, John Brown has helped save Joe Flacco. This is great. And now it, he's. Caught. They were clicking for a while. They were. Yep, but, they were. Yeah. And now yeah. with Lamar Jackson, not. No. If if Harbaugh says, uh, he's not going to say. Like, is John Brown a cut guy now? Like, how much is he a cut guy? In PPR, he's a cut guy for sure. Man, I think he's number five, six receiver. You can still get away with, but I wouldn't want to play him right now. Yep. But then again, he had these matchups, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews, tight end. Uh, there's so many tight ends there. Hurst got Hurst mm-hmm. three catches on four targets. Boyle two catches on two targets. Um, Andrews one for seventy four on his only target. He's the offensive potential one though. Yeah. I, and imagine if he imagine if he had the job all to himself, he'd be like a top ten tight end. But then why did they draft Hurst? Because they they collect like 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 the Mariners in baseball collect uh, corner infielders and <laughs> like they used to do. The Ravens just collect tight ends. Great. Weird. <laughs> All right. Um, the other side of this one, not much to talk about. Jared Cook made that ridiculous touchdown catch. Yeah, yeah it was beautiful. Yeah. But, you, but you think he should be the guy there, and yep. there's not. Marcel, eight, oh, my God. Ten targets, really? <laughs> yeah. And he got three for 16. All right. Great efficiency Yeah. Of, of a Raiders offense. Doug Martin, you know, the touchdown fumble. <laughs> that was, <laughs> right. kind of defines things, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was successful, it looked terrible. So, Chargers, big news here. Melvin Gordon sounds like he's going to be out for a few weeks. Yeah, um, with an MCL injury. That's that's a rough one. That that eats into your fantasy playoffs most likely. So, I mean, he might be back week fifteen. I mean, we don't know. 
But you're going to have to plan to be without Melvin Gordon for Week 13, absolutely. And Week 13, the Chargers are going to Pittsburgh on Sunday night. Uh, the thing here, so Eckler got a lot of touches yesterday. Mm-hmm. I am not convinced that Eckler's the lead guy. I don't think he is a lead guy right now. So you're going to have to have that complimentary guy with him. All right. So Justin Jackson becomes a prime waiver target this week. But, I mean, what, what would you, if you had to guess, thir- okay, 30 touches at running back, go. I still think it's Eckler 17 or 18. Okay. And then Jackson game a little bit of the rest. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think they want to run Eckler heavy. They're going to throw, they're happy to throw to him. Exactly. But I, I don't, the idea of him getting, you know, 14 carries is, seems unlikely. I, I, I agree. I, I think it's, they're, they're going to keep the same split, just slide someone else into Gordon's work. Okay. Yeah. And just for to clarification here, Eckler, I'm on Yahoo. Eckler is 70% owned, so not the greatest yeah. odds of getting him. Already kind of the stash, flexy type of guy. Right. So. And, and Jackson, I mean, you pick him up, but you don't expect a lot. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> You, you, got, you have to try to own it if there's really nothing left right now. It depends on, I mean, of course, Edwards flew off the shelves last week, so you're not going to get someone like that. Right. You get someone that can be a flex guy at this point if you're running out. Um, although you don't want to commit to it like you would, like a, a game-breaking. T- like, it wouldn't be like you wouldn't spend, like, 16 of, of like, $50 on him. You'd spend, like, less than 10 hopefully. Yeah. You, know, it's, it, you have to scale it out properly. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go too heavy on that investment. So. And going to Pittsburgh is not the greatest spot for that either. Yeah, but they're they're not the best run defense, so that okay. that that's where I would kind of lean in that that direction there. I mean, it's, it's funny because their their stats have been better versus running backs. Um, I guess as the season's worn on, but they, remember that middle of that linebacker core is still a little bit weak. So, got it. All right. Yeah. Um, the rest of this game, Philip Rivers, insanely good efficiency. Step twenty eight for twenty nine for two fifty nine and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Williams. So I, I, I was, again, on my no Williams's rant last week. And Mike Williams catches two short yardage touchdowns. Makes me yep. look terrible. So thanks, Mike Williams. Appreciate well, that. Well, I mean, your, um, your reasoning is correct, of course. But, of know. course, it always is. It always is. <laughs> right? Or at least to be skeptical. You know, you, you play him as a wide receiver too if you have to. I mean, of course, Tyrell Williams was hurt. He had that right. quadriceps thing bugging him that... He played, but I guess he didn't really he didn't do, do all that. He, he, didn't, he didn't catch. He didn't get a target. So right. Maybe I don't know if they didn't insert him in the game like at all because they were up by so much. But you know that 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 could tell the story a little bit too. There. I do not know if he even got a snap. I haven't looked yet. So um, anyway, I'm still probably not in on the Williamses this week. But you know, I'll, that's the hill I'm going to well, die if, on. Whatever. Right. Well, if Tyrell's still hurt, you know. Right. <laughs> So it looked the Arizona looked good early. Fitz caught that touchdown right away. Yep. And I still think I like, Josh Rosen throws a nice ball. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll amount to more in the coming years, but yes. Yeah. They, someone did a good review. Um, the guy who does the Draft Network, Joe mm-hmm. Marino. He Thanks. did a th- he did a Thanks. thing on the this for the first and second year quarterbacks, the setups like basically that the success of a young quarterback is largely due to his, his environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he quantified everything. It was, you know, 
coaching staff, supporting cast, offensive line, lead running everything back. was a one yeah. to five thing. Right. And he basically said Rosen's in the worst spot of any of them. Hmm. And he actually said Josh Allen's not in a terrible spot, that he's in kind of an okay spot. He said Trubisky was in the best spot. Yes. Well, um, and basically, if Trubisky fails, it's going to be on him. Yeah, I agree. But he said Josh Rosen, he, like he said, he basically was really worried about Josh Rosen. Sam, I guess Sam Darnold, I think, has got to be in a less enticing spot. I mean, if if Byron Leftwich pays off as an OC or if he leaves, maybe that changes, but if he leaves to be a coach somewhere or something, but... I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, I guess, I guess Fitz leaving is going to leave a, a giant hole there. So, right. So yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for Josh Rosen, but it doesn't. This is a tough time. He's struggling. They got, they got to have a good draft these next two years for him. Yep. Or or, or, or make a splash in free agency, whatever. But um, Colts get a nice late win over the Dolphins. The Dolphins, mm-hmm. who every time I think they're awful, look like a halfway decent team. Uh, Kenyon Drake again produced despite fighting with Frank Gore for touches because um, he got that touchdown catch. And they, they basically, so Gore gets 15 touches and Drake gets 13. Uh, I'll look for the snaps in a minute. Yeah. Um, Leonte Carew. Wow. Uh, yeah, Drake returned after the shoulder injury, so that's, a, that, that's promising. Big news here is the concussion protocol for Marlon Mack. Yeah. That's yeah. huge because he's, he's been playing well. And uh, and this is that's a that's a killer for them and, I, yeah, and for his fantasy I think, owners because he's yeah. been very busy. Oh, he, he's and he's been secure. He's been that that really really rock type of running back at this point in the year. Mm-hmm. So and but you know the Colts. I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna be tough to peg whether it's gonna be Hines or Wilkins more. So I think Wilkins more so between the tackles, the Mac like work right would be him. But that's gonna be tough depending on the game flow. But you know that the Colts running game is probably the most improved since last year. Right, I would think. I agree. So, but Wilkins, the thing is, early in the season, I don't know if it took a while to gel. Williams was – he was fine. I mean, when he got the limited touch, he was fine when he was busy. I mean, I know week one, yeah. and I don't know. He was, he's, he's been kind of okay, right? He's, he's a solid one-cut back, Wilkins. I kind of like him if he had a bigger opportunity. Yep. So, All right. And, I, and see, I like behold, Hines, too. They, I, think they were, they were, I think they were a good tandem. Well, Hines is a good tandem with either one of the other two. Right. You know, so. Okay, so Eric Ebron. What <laughs> happened? How, 49 snaps. We basically were off him because he wasn't playing. Even though he had some fluky touchdowns, you go, well, the guy's never on the field. You can't play him. And yesterday he's on the field all the time and catches two more times. He's got 11 touchdowns. I think they realize what's working. <laughs> he, so he's got, wait, he's got 11 receiving touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. A rushing he touchdown. almost had a passing touchdown. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't get well, it. I, I thought he was in a decent spot going to any of it. This is insanity. This is this is crazy. Well, Andrew Luck and two tight end sets. You know, very underrated look there. And plus, he he lines up as a move a lot, so it helps. And maybe maybe because the Dolphins have those that the decent pass rush, maybe they figured that they would have Doyle chip in a little bit more and blocking. I, I have to look at the the breakdown, but I, and it, plus, Ebron is just better than most of the other wide receivers anyway. Besides Hilton, that's so, fine. But he was the last three it. weeks too. I know, but I. I they just decided to use him more. So now this week, he's back in the top 12 tight end conversation. He has kinda, to be. He's kind of always been in the discussion. Yeah. Just, just, just in case he did something on minimal workload. Right. Just in <laughs> case, you, you yeah. know, hey, just in case he runs for another touchdown <laughs> on one of his 15 snaps, I might have to play him. And because tight ends suck so much, that's not an outrageous thing to say. Yeah, exactly. 
they're, they're finding ways to use them. I guess I guess the bottom line here is whatever the snap count is, if it doesn't, if, you know, shame on me for benching a tight end if he's got eleven touchdowns. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, I, I mean, so dumb. And people are probably listening, going, "How on earth could you bench Eric Ebron?" But think about. It. I don't have Eric Ebron, so this is kind of. I'm not. I'm, this is a hypothetical situation I'm talking about. But last week, people asked me, "What about Ebron?" I'm like, "Well, he's not playing much, right?" <laughs> Well, the only place I have them is Fishbowl and, um, and, and and Best Ball League. So, you know, that takes care of itself, really. Okay. Um, most of the time. Otherwise, and we talked about Drake. Uh, uh, Drake hurt his shoulder, but he came back. So everything sounds fine with that. Um, yeah. Steelers and Broncos. That interception. <laughs> that was awful. Like, I don't know who he was throwing to. I, I don't understand. I, I joked in the notes that I sent to you that that was the worst interception I've seen since Philip Rivers a week ago. Yeah, <laughs> just stare right at him. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was, it was just bad. Like, it, I, it was like yeah. He threw right to – he stared down the defender. He threw it right at him. You're not sure if anyone was behind him for him to actually throw to in his own team. It was just bad. It was like he sneezed while playing Madden, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it, was like, it was like a glitch. Like, what the hell did he just do? Yep. <laughs> so – Bet on the road. Roethlisberger <laughs> – Basically, I'm looking at ESPN scoring. QB 12 with 462 yards. Yeah. Well, he had an amazing yardage day, absolutely. And, you know, they worked Juju Smith-Schuster around really well, kept him uh, out of the slot, yep. get those better matchups. And, you know, not to say Brown was, was bad, but I think Harris kind of checked him a little bit better. So, you know, big Juju day. Big Juju that, day. That, that nice 90-whatever-yard touchdown. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, James Conner. Ooh. Fancy, it's struggling a little bit. This this yeah. three weeks in a row where he's not that great. The last two weeks he struggled. I mean, he got the workload. That was an ugly ass fumble. <laughs> yeah, he's got the Chargers coming this week, and then he's at Oakland. Hopefully that helps him. Well, Oakland's gonna be the cure for everything. Yeah, right. So, um, uh, how much do you love watching Philip Lindsay run? Very much so. Yeah. Yes, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um. He's not, and, and he's just if, – if you were hoping for the Royce Freeman – last week because it was, I think, Freeman's first week back. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of thought, well, maybe the split is kind of – it's not kind – of like you can't – I don't think you can hope for that anymore. Nope. Now you're hoping for injury rather than hoping for him to emerge as a reasonable complement. Right. Well, was it Lindsey and Aaron Jones, you know, the, among the top couple of guys in yards per, per carry right now? Yep. Even with expanded roles. So right, um, I mean, Sander, yeah, Cortland Sutton didn't do anything for you if you were hoping for that one. Uh, he he was a popular guy on the it, mm-hmm. oh, with the questions last week. I felt like Cortland Sutton was a popular guy that people were asking about, mm-hmm. and oh. didn't work. And I, I wouldn't have rec- yeah. that one. I would have been right on. I wouldn't have recommended. But yeah, he was, yeah, a couple of guys. I I moved a bunch of questioners away from Sutton this week. Kind okay. Of off. Uh, the night game. Uh, Captain Kirk was is he QB one? He's QB one for the week three forty two and three and Diggs got almost got a fourth got touchdown. Be. That was so close. Would have been a great yeah. catch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, well, Diggs had a great night to begin with, just getting the possession and just making sure that he fell on the ball going down. You know, he's very, very much associated with keeping possession for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Very good to see that. Um, Dalvin Cook he at least got the he got the touchdown catch. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, was it Mike Daniels was out for Green Bay, right? Or was he hindered? I, I believe so. And yeah. oh, by the way, I did want to check on Bakhtiari got hurt. 
Yes, he did. And that was huge. For and them. we're not sure what the... Oh, he came back in. Because I know he was on the sideline a lot and Collinsworth wouldn't... I like Collinsworth. I'm not picking him. He wouldn't shut up about it. It's a big, it's a big deal. Though. It is. It's so, a huge is, deal. Yeah. And because yeah. that one play that Hunter just basically schooled Spriggs. Oh, oh. Just killed him. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was like he juked him. It was, it was like, you know, the, the 12-year-old against the 8-year-old at the playground and just, you know, took a step to the right <laughs> and juked him to the left and ran at the quarterback. And then just shoved him down with his pinky. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Vikings controlling the, the front trenches is a, was a big deal in that second half. So. Yeah. Rodgers looked very uncomfortable. Um, otherwise, in this game, I mean, Thielen was strong. I think mm-hmm. Thielen was – where's Thielen ranking scoring for the week? Hold, you please. Mean, you mean the limbo stick? <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was a good celebration. I like that. He's like, I was just the lightest guy, so I had to go up and do it. <laughs> right. Well, didn't he say that it should have been Diggs? Uh, I, I didn't catch that, but maybe. I saw him on, he was, when he was talking to Michelle Tafoya on the field. I think he said, you know, it was, well, it had to be a little guy, and we thought it was going to be Diggs, but I was there, so they just put me up there. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. But uh, feeling right now in standard, uh, why, actually, not standard PPR. He is uh, wide receiver three, three behind Amari and Juju. I had to drop an Amari reference for you to make you happy. Uh, yeah, we didn't get to talk about that glory, but yeah. No. <laughs> um, so this, um, this game, basically, it was the, you know, the, typical, the, the, the skinny receiving tree again. I mean, Rudolph did get seven catches, which it's nice to see him have a pulse, but I still wouldn't be looking to play him a lot. Um, yeah, the, the Packers, I think, were a good, good statistical matchup for tight ends, too. So. Yeah. Um, Aaron Jones, 70 for 72 and a touchdown, 21 yards receiving. You know, he was solid again. If you've been playing, you're, you're riding him every week and you're getting plenty of touches and performance out of him. So, all good. RB1, RB2, borderline. Great, great, great guy to just throw in there every week. Yeah. And they got the Packers at home this Sorry, they got the Cardinals at home this week. Ooh. You probably got a, a close to double digit spread. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be, should, the, 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 pack, the oh, setup yeah. is very good for Aaron Jones. Yeah. I mean, I was I would say the Packers could play pissed off, but we don't don't know what Mike McCarthy would even feel about anything. So, hi, hi, Rotowire office guys. Hi guys, you? you good? Hope the office is still standing today. Yeah, they're probably. I, I know Joe's happy because Joe keep Joe wanted the Packers to lose every game, right? Because he wants to get him fired. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Devontae, good. Everybody else not good. Jimmy Graham playing through the broken thumb didn't help anybody. If he decided to play him, he um, had that one decent catch for whatever it's worth, but. Not, yeah, not, not not anything for fantasy. But right. Good to see that he's at least you know able to catch a ball at this point. Um, tonight's game, Titans Texans. Mariota's going to play. Was taken off the injury report. Mm-hmm. So you're ready to roll. I don't know they're happy about it. I mean, this is a game. The over under last it was forty or forty one. I mean, this is not a good fantasy game at all. Those um, those uh, AFC South games, you know, most of them non Colts, I guess. Who do you like? <laughs> Let's say we talk every Monday. If you're doing a showdown, who who do you like? I mean, it's a I bad mean, batch of people. I'm looking. I'm on DraftKings. Huh? I'm on the first screen, and mm-hmm. Joe Webb's on it. <laughs> like I, before, is. I have to scroll. He's Joe like Webb and Brandon Whedon are on the screen. <laughs> I mean, Derrick Henry could be a, a, a against the grain guy. Um, you know, game flow goes that way. It's, it's full, full PBR on DraftKings, though. So maybe Lewis more so. Hopkins just seems you know the most stable. Of course, you usually do quarterback as a as a captain slash MVP. Hopkins but, is so by far the most stable guy in this game. He is, yeah. I like QT actually. Full PPR, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Because he came back last week and he was, you know, he went right, right back into that role of catching a bunch of passes. So, mm. 
you know, if, if, if you're multiplying, you know, multiplying those six touchdowns, you know, into whatever nine, that that, that helps if you, if you really can nail the touchdown matchup. That's the right. Thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, do you have? I don't know. Quarterback would be it, and Mariota is a little bit cheaper than Watson. Yeah, that, well, it, it is a um, it, it is a fade type of situation for the te- for the Texans, even though they're the home team. Right. You know, you know, you know what you know should do. The Texans defense should be the yeah the Caps. Actually, that's good because with Mariota, I mean, the the injury that he has seems related to the previous one, mm-hmm. and he struggled with it. I mean, he struggled. Yeah. You know, there was, you know, there was all that talk about he had trouble holding the ball, mm-hmm. and it took him a few weeks to come back and be himself again. Like mean, we, we, we think we can attribute his performance to that injury. Mm-hmm. So. so, yeah, I mean, I, I think the pass rush against against that that offensive line seems pretty good. So, yeah. All right, what else you got going on? Wednesday wire again uh, this week. Catch me on uh, on Wednesday. I think it's gonna be one p.m. this week. Back to one p.m. Eastern because it's not Thanksgiving anymore. Uh, Thursday, Sunday, Facebook threads as well. Probably might be able to do start some baseball stuff uh, behind the scenes a little bit there. Um, and join me on the Discord chats if you're a subscriber. That's uh, that's I'll be there for every lab decision, you know, down to the wire type of stuff there. Uh, we also have them for basketball, college basketball, college football, whatever's left of that. Uh, you know, uh, NHL, all the stuff coming up. So yeah, get 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 a start on baseball as well there. It's just a subscriber feature. Rotowire.com/chat. Uh, you can talk to me, talk to all the other subscribers and members, and some other RotoWire people will probably get dropped by a lot of the time. So, yeah, get a, avoid the noise of Twitter and kind of come in, into, our, uh, into our house a little bit. Awesome. RotoWire.com yeah. slash chat. Check that out if you, want, if you want help. I mean, we get us, like we always say, get us on Twitter. He's at Tim underscore Heaney. I'm at helping 37 But um, going into the chat there, RotoWire.com slash chat for subscribers, that's a big help as well. All right. Folks, listeners to the podcast, get a free 10-day tr- Rotowire trial, rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed for that. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Take a look, rotowire.com slash pod. Please leave us reviews and ratings wherever you're listening. And thank you for listening to this edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Football Podcast. We will be back on Tuesday to check out some of the free agent options. Jake and I do that every week. Um, we can talk about uh, – uh, who are we going to talk about? Robert, Robert Foster. Robert Foster, thank you. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I actually had Dawson. another suggestion. Uh, for a running back for Justin Jackson. That was who I was thinking of. Yes, stop my head. So yeah, come on back then everybody for Tim Heaney. I'm John Halpin. See you next time. Mother's day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch. She can wear every day for movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics or tried and true bestsellers movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at movement is up to 50% off site wide during their mother's day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.